Welcome everyone. Thanks for listening to the Tools for Life, the Team podcast. My name is Gergely Fodor and I have the pleasure to be the host for today's episode, which will be about men's mental health. The inspiration for this episode came from the Movember movement. You can find more information about them in the show notes of the episode. Today, me and two TUE students will dive deep into topics like masculinity and social expectations. As a disclaimer, I would like to say that we don't represent the views of all men on Earth, only on Mars. Without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? Well, thank you guys for uh, joining our uh, Tools for Life podcast for Tint. I have here for guests Thomas Illig and Vangel Stamatov. Quite, quite good, yeah. I know, it was not bad. bad. You said said the Hungarian S still. Yeah, I did say it in in Hungarian. Um, Could you guys introduce yourselves? Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I guess in a basic gist of it, I'm a second year, I'm 22, half French, half Dutch, big international, Um, electrical engineering student. I like music. (laughs) I guess. Yeah. That's nice. I'm a second first year student here. I was automotive technologies first year. Then I switched to industrial engineering. There were a lot of things I like to do, but it's mainly going to the gym now and trying to learn to play some guitar. Oh, oh that's guitar? amazing. Yeah, I just bought it today. Oh, I love it's it so when sweet. people learn music, man. Yeah. Have I you ever played an instrument before? Or is that the first one? Before COVID, I went uh, giving like I was going lessons before, like one month before COVID happened. Ah, uh, and then they stopped. Yeah. Damn. And then you stopped. I tried a little bit yeah. during COVID, no, it's, but it's tough. Man. No, I know. I, I I feel you, man. That that COVID stuff hit hard. Yeah, those two last years. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> well, so the topic of this uh, today's podcast is uh, men's mental health. Mm. because November is Men's Health Month. And the theme is Movember. Do you guys know what Movember is? Of course. Not really. (laughs) Well, then I will explain. So basically, Movember is a movement started, um, well, I think 19 years ago, which is, yeah, it's quite old. Mm. And basically, this movement is there to raise awareness about men's health. In the past, it used to be mainly about... um, testicular cancer and other other like um, health related problems but now it's more shifted towards mental health as that is the leading cause of death for men under 50 what which is a very heavy that's insane I alarming did not, i did not know that yeah oh wow so, so this is a pretty important thing we're talking about here then hey? yes so um it's pretty important to uh, raise awareness about mental health and on that note I would like to ask you guys, how do you guys deal with, with stress? You want to start? I think yours is pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, um, there are quite a few tricks to deal with stress. One of them is like completely ignoring it, but that doesn't help in the long run, as you can see. Yeah. Uh, the second one is to try to, I don't know, try to channel the stress through something like some sports or gym. Or through some creativity, like I'm doing with the guitar. Mm. And for me, that's working the best. I mean, like, I tend to focus on that first solution, to be honest. I mean, it's it's worked so far, right? I mean, kind of. 
but uh <laughs> but yeah when it comes to like channeling it through something else uh, i feel like for me oftentimes it kind of exacerbates it it doesn't really uh remove it like i don't get rid of it it's more you know like relief like but no no nope. exacerbates means it's like it like prolongs it i guess uh. i don't know but i also just don't really get stressed ever yeah, which I is like both a good thing and a bad thing i don't know if you've noticed yeah i mean uh. i feel you there i also don't really get stressed but when i do i always talk about it that that that's, that's just my way that's of dealing sure, with things sure. Or complaining about it as or well. Or complaining about it. Complaining it's, helps. It, it I, works. I, it works. I love complaining. It's Same. A, it feels so great. One of the best things Especially you can do Especially if in someone life. is yeah. like complaining with you. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if we, we could spend all this time just complaining, that's fine by me. I mean, this is basically what the podcast is about. <laughs> Boys, let's complain. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I feel like there is not a lot of talk about stress and uh, mm. a lot of stress leads to uh, mental health problems. Mm -hmm. Also, just like changes in life situation. Mm -hmm. Today, I read in a Facebook group for men. Um, it's a Hungarian Facebook group. We still use it. <laughs> there was this guy who had like his life basically ruined. His like wife divorced him. He's sleeping on the streets, etc. And his brother tried to help him by, you know, giving him shelter. But he basically refused to be helped mm -hmm. and he just wanted to stay in his car until he can figure it out it for himself. Yeah. Which for me personally, I can understand it on some level. Yeah. But at the same time, if I had to choose between sleeping in a car and um, well, being helped by my brother, mm. I would no thought choose the second one. How, how old is this guy, would you say? Um, well, he's, since he has kids. Yeah. I would say around 40. 40, 50. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what do you think about that? Why do you think he's like refusing to get help in a situation like this? So he's Hungarian, right? Yeah. So maybe he has the same like mentality like my parents. So I can suggest some ideas like uh, men in Eastern Europe, they are taught to be non-dependent, mm -hmm. to make everything themselves, to solve their problems themselves through sheer like willpower and stuff like that and this is quite bad often for uh grown-ups like for grown growing adults like us who are just trying to to live by themselves yeah right now yeah, so, yeah that's kind of yeah. like the role model you get um it depends Explain. uh well the parents you have uh, if yeah. your parents have that mentality yeah. i think that kind of sticks to you yeah as a as a kid i i i think it's like very little about the parents i okay not little it's it's quite a lot about the parents but it's it's that combination of what nature versus nurture right is it like is it is it your parents but it's also a lot about society you know society society pressures you society does it but um yeah i i, I don't know like contrary to you guys because i know you guys are at least more eastern than i am um it's it's like sure yeah it's an eastern thing to have like that big you know s strong man of the house right but at the it's less and less now of course but it's still the same thing like for my dad for example it's the same thing uh in his generation he also technically had to you know be that same man of the house and so if he had those same problems which thank god he didn't you know who knows maybe he would have made the same decision i don't i don't know if it's a culture thing it might be partially, 
um but i think it's like a it's like a global thing yeah but why do you think that is like is it pride i guess yeah. that stops you from getting help in a situation like this absolutely it's 100% pride especially if it's your brother do you have siblings i do have two do um, you have siblings yeah i have yeah. a sister dude like yeah you know what it's like <laughs> yeah like there's I don't know if you have the same thing, but it's it's like there's always that element of competition, right? And like the last person, not the last person, but some of the last people I'd ask for help like that would be my brothers. Like it would be first be friends. Yeah, yeah it would be first be friends, then be like parents, then would be like a social system. And then I'd be like, guys. Well, the last one would be your brothers. Not the last. Obviously, the last would be some random dude like <laughs> there. But, <laughs> but it yeah. would it would it would take me a while before I really go to my brothers for help because then it's like I'm the one in the family who's not doing great, not doing mm. well, and that's like something that I I don't want to admit. You know. Yeah, I understand you. So yeah. Ah, uh, so it's like more like a competition between family members. I mean, yeah. It's still still some sort of pride, like yeah, yeah. No, it is. You're you're not you're admitting that you're not capable of doing yeah. the the same things that your yeah. siblings can do, yeah. for example. I mean, in his case, in the guy that you were talking about, he got div- like his wife divorced him, and then he also, I'm assuming, there's a bunch of other stuff that happened. Yeah, there's like it's a quite a long when Facebook it's post. when it's like a a bunch of things like that. Then I think it's exclusively pride because there you have every reason to if i went through what he did 100 i would i would accept the help from anyone you know because i know that like dude i've been put in this position that's like i'm not supposed to handle by myself um, but maybe he believes that this is what he deserves yeah yeah like yeah is it something I mean, yeah. like you know you build your life up and it's like completely your own responsibility mm. to uh look out for yourself you're alone Life is uh, a war, <laughs> quoting uh, um, the most Googled man out there, Andrew Tate. <laughs> Stop. Uh, is that a question? Are you asking me if this is... Is life, life a war as a man? Uh, Are war. you completely alone? In war, you always have people around you. Yeah. Quote of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you can quote me on that one. So, yes, it's a war. But against who? Against yeah. yourself, maybe. Yeah, there you go. And, and you know, you have your army, and then the the person you're fighting, who's yourself, also has their army. And then, bah, big... I don't even know where I'm going with this. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> It's quite okay. interesting. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, you can visualize it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But why do you think that men have that pride in themselves? which basically makes us unable to ask for help. Because, of course, this was a very particular situation, in like in this Facebook post, but in general, around the world, men are less likely to get help uh, financially, about mental problems, about anything. It's really like most men, I don't want to generalize, but they do feel alone in life in this kind of sense. If you can't sustain yourself, if you can't stand on your own legs, then you're not a man anymore. I think the the main problem is that we are taught to believe we have to do everything ourselves. To, But by who? By society, maybe. Okay, yeah, by parents. By, like, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. generalizing here because yeah, I'm not yeah. quite sure how to form it, but... Yeah. 
I think that's one of the main reasons that we don't seek help as much as... Can I give a really good example? Yeah. You ever read, like, any fairy tale? Have you have you ever seen, like, a man get help in a fairy tale? Yes? Which one? Beauty and the Oh yeah, that's a very that's that's a very very good. You point. just got. To I actually, <laughs> I actually, I actually love Beauty. I think I think Beauty and the Beast is incredible for that reason exactly. It's because it flips it. But again, like, it's because it flips it. Everything else is not like that. And and how how old is Beauty and the Beast? I actually don't know. Well, I think it's a Grim Tale or something. So it's like yeah. hundreds of years old. Yeah, probably. But didn't it also get really misunderstood? Uh, I remember like most of the yeah. most of the tales, tales are yeah. misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like yeah. and also the original versions are like quite brutal. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it that like the um, who's the handsome dude in Beauty and the Beast? Is it another? I, I'm just gonna call him Prince Charming. Or do you know? Do you know Gaspar? You don't mean Gaston, right? Yes, Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. my God. Okay. The fact that's that's a perfect example because he's like he's like exactly what we've been talking about, right? Yeah. Be strong like Gaston, or whatever he says. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, he was taken by a lot of people to be actually like the hero of that story, which is unbelievable. Um, and I think it like directly points to exactly that that we're saying. Like, it's it's the stereotype of of dudes being strong, men men being men, be strong, be big. Like Vangel, be big like Vangel. <laughs> it doesn't help. No, it doesn't help. Like, really, especially with mental health. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. What do you mean? Like. I mean, like you're, you have the same chance to to, to be depressed, even if you're as manly as me, for example. Mm-mm. And being girly man, it doesn't matter if yeah. if you have muscles or not. So, what do you think it depends on? I mean, obviously, it's not well, <laughs> depend on like. I'm how gonna big you are, I'm but. gonna ask you a question related to this topic. Uh. Is um, what do you consider um, like <clears throat> a manly man? What's masculinity? Oh, but unfortunately, <laughs> oh, there's no video. My bad. Yes. So <laughs> I am currently pointing at this chunk over here, big, strong man, who uh, when you when he walks, but you look and you're like, damn. Yeah, I, I also dude. like a, a, I also picture uh, a swole, yes, you know, a swole person. Yes. Um, but I'm also touching on um, personality ta- traits. Okay. And wait, background. Wait, but first, what do you picture when you think of a man? I I a picture man? I picture a person who maybe uh, is mainly dependent on himself. But like, what does that look like? It looks like somebody who has. You can also give a celebrity. For me, it would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. Have you ever heard him talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I I never like thought about that, but who knows? Maybe maybe some somebody like. No, I have no idea. Honestly. No? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh shit. That's but I think it's it's important that you sometimes think about uh stuff like this because basically that's like your your role model, right? Yeah. As a man. Is your is your role model a no. manly man? Um I'm ju- I said that not. for me. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger if when I think of like a masculine man. Uh-huh. 
uh, into my mind, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger like okay. holding two AK-47s <laughs> popping in, you know? Get to the chapel! <laughs> Give me your cars, exactly. your boots, and your you motorcycles! Know, Mr. Terminator himself, you know? <laughs> Other than that, but if you imagine yourself, right, as like an ideal version, of course you're gonna mm. incorporate um, these masculine elements, oh, right? Yeah. Because sure. you're a man. Well, um, okay. I think I think that's the case for us specifically, but I I do not think we can generalize that beyond yeah of course we're beyond always individuals talking. yeah yeah, yeah we're yeah, always yeah. talking from our yeah, perspective yeah. indeed I'm just asking you guys opinion here oh yeah okay we're not talking uh, or representing the fifty percent of the human population oh here. yeah we are not representing all men staying on the on the root of role models who's your role model in life. <sighs> I don't think it's a person, man. I think I think my role model is like a version of myself that I want to be. You can describe that as well. Uh, cuz I have I have goals, right? And I can list you all my goals and my role model is like someone who's at least on the way to achieving them cuz once you've achieved your goals then like, you know, what's next? But, you know, someone who's well on their way to that um John Mayer is my role model. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Who's Apart from all the weird stuff he did, like in two thousand eight, nine, ten, but yeah, very attractive guitarist, extremely successful. Well, um, for me, um, I I imagine you know myself, of course, as well. Mm. Um, but you see, physical traits, I would imagine you know, swole Gary, you know, uh, coming out of the gym. It's very tough to imagine. <laughs> That was an unnecessary comment. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you just made all my coworkers laugh. Um, but as well in personality traits, right? You're independent. You're uh, you're confident. Yeah. You have your life on track, right? Um, you need no help from anyone. Mm. You're in a leader position. Mm-hmm. I think that's also your uh, like ins- for my for me. I would imagine my role model to be an inspiring person. Mm. Yeah. And these are, I think, all traits. You know. Mm. I think we all have in common if we imagine a role model. model. I think I think the confidence one is the one that like is probably the biggest for me because that's been yeah. something that I've just like it's been the worst, man. Like I I feel like I have no reason to not be the most cocky piece of shit, but I'm not and I think that's a good thing, but I also feel like there's a nice little balance and that in between spot where you're confident but not cocky, that's like the sweet spot. The sweet spot. I think they're like two types of confidence yeah. because you could be uh, bringing your confidence with bringing people down you know yeah. like being rude and that's that's different from being confident in yourself mm. in the things you say and mm. do mm. yeah i think yeah also uplif- uplifting others also requires some level of confidence you mm-hmm. know even if you just think about giving a compliment to someone which is a very uplifting thing to do. I don't know how many times you guys receive compliments during the day, but um, uh, I can't keep track with one hand in a month. Um, <laughs> that's why you guys are here. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why Tint is here for you. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, so even like giving a compliment, let's yeah. say you would go and, you know, give a compliment to a person you're not really close with, that also requires an enormous amount of confidence. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Even more, more I think, than just making fun of someone. Yeah, making fun group. of people is very it's easy. easy. So it's yeah. easy, yeah. Except when you get made fun of back. 
then it's hard. <laughs> then it's like a real struggle. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you show it that you're a man. Yeah, the comeback. on top. Yeah, anyway. You're always I, having the sharpest tongue. <laughs> I remember um, I, was, I was walking out of one of the Metaforum lunch shops. And uh, as I was checking out, the, the lady at the counter was like, I really like your jacket. And I was like blushing for the next half hour thinking about it, you know. Oh my god, she likes my jacket, <laughs> which you bought. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I felt good. You know, don't get many of those. But that does mean that when they come, they're, they're very, very precious. precious. Yeah. 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 I think not so long ago, someone mentioned that my hair looked good because I bought like, oh, that was you. Yeah, that was me. So, <laughs> yeah, not so long ago you mentioned. <laughs> I don't remember when was that, but I it stick with me. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, my hair really does look good. You know. <laughs> So uh yeah that really helps and it's it's a rare thing we get. Yeah. Yeah, should we compliment each other more? If that uh, if it depends. It, like feels good, you know. You could feel if the compliment is like forced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think that's the main thing is that like forced compliments feel really weird. Um like wow, you I I don't know. I don't know what's an example <laughs> of a forced compliment. You can't even do one. No, it it feels wrong. Yeah, but in general, like, I don't think it is ingrained, I guess, in our way of, like, vocabulary or, mm. like, in our, you know, like, tools we use to communicate. Mm. I don't think compliment is one of them when I'm with the guys, you know? Unless it's like, damn, bro, you look jacked. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. That's, yeah. Saying, dude, you're swole. You know, that's yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, on that topic, before we move on, if you're going to move on, uh, Theo, my roommate, he's recently started, like, climbing consistently and like working out a lot and uh i noticed like an immediate basically over the last like three weeks change in like his physique and i told him and then he came back to me like three days later like dude i don't know if it's because you told me but i have also like noticed that my body's been looking much better and i've been getting like much more confident and i'm like hell yeah man you go go get him so that's nice and that's very wholesome <laughs> it is that's it very is. wholesome it yeah. is no I love I love uplifting people man that's great yeah, you have to be on the lookout to, bringing your yeah. masculinity through good yes that's that's me so uh, I'm sure you all heard it maybe not you Thomas hmm. but then I'm speaking to one guy now <clears throat> I'm sure you all you heard it um, when you were growing up that this famous phrase boys don't cry oh yeah um, I never believed it I was a little crybaby Ask my brothers. They made you a crybaby. Huh? No, no. They did their utmost to stop me from being a crybaby. Hmm. What does what does that mean? Um, <laughs> it's uh, a safe space. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really, I don't really know how to uh, how to explain. Uh, it was mostly just like, I mean, every t- like because so they're they're two two guys, right? Twins, athletes, you know, yeah, all of the good stuff. Except they do business, but regardless, um, <laughs> extremely, Stop. yeah. Sorry, um, uh, but yeah. At any time, I'd like uh, my defense mechanism. Basically, was like whenever I got into a fight with one of them, since they're twins, it's always getting into a fight with both of them. So I had a defense mechanism, which was to cry until I was like maybe twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So way too late to be crying if you think of it in the sense of what a man should be. And so the they didn't they didn't do it in terms of like scarring me so that I would never cry again, right? They'd really be like, "Dude, listen, man, you gotta stop crying. 
it's like not it's never like the right thing to do it's not going to help you it's just going to make you look like an idiot 90% of the time so stop crying and they did that every time right and then after a while I kind of got the message I don't cry that much anymore you know I do cry sometimes but, but yeah but does is that valid though yeah I think it's valid I think I think if you if you if you like cry all the time then it's like you got to have some other avenue of dealing with things you don't like you know you can't, you can't just be like i got to i got to i failed this test you know you got to be like okay i failed this test so that means that next time i got to study harder i got to look at the material for the retake you know yeah however if there's something that's really overwhelming dude just cry man i love crying crying feels great do you ever especially cry, when man? you're by yourself yeah yeah crying in front of other people It's not good. It um, doesn't feel all right. Yeah. Doesn't feel very manly. Yeah. Is, but, that, is uh, that the main reason it doesn't feel good or Maybe, maybe that's mm. that's the main reason. Cuz you you're feeling like I could cry in front of a person that I feel very comfortable yeah. with, but crying makes you look or feel and be vulnerable. Yeah. So Yeah. That's a yeah. very good point. I, I I, although there is nothing or not nothing. It feels amazing to cry like in someone's arms. It's very s- sappy, but yes, it feels great. If you put crying into a perspective of like not uh, your weakness, like mm. it's not rising from like you getting uh, bullied or you failing or something, but let's say you go to a cinema and you watch a very emotional film with your bros. <laughs> yeah, would you cry? Yeah. Of course. Especially Because, on yeah. the wholesome moment. Yes. I cry on the wholesome moment. Yes. And it Or doesn't feel weird? No. No. <laughs> I'm uh, too confident in myself. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten past that point because I. Uh, yeah, it's I love, nice I love that crying. you guys are that confident. I cry. In bo- do you not? Do you not like crying in front Dude, of other people? Of course, I f- cry. If I, I feel cry like. every time I watch Harry Potter or I watch. <laughs> Come on. The Lord of the Rings oh. extended cut. Or everything, everywhere, all at once. Or everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Which makes you cry like a little baby. Yes. The last time I cried was actually on. Uh, indomitable human spirit uh, kind of slideshow you know i don't know what, what you is don't that? know the indomitable human spirit no i don't know what the is, indomitable, the indomitable human, spirit? human spirit you will see it and you will understand it can okay. you pull that up for me jamie um <laughs> yeah um should we check it now or uh, what uh, like this indomitable human spirit i mean like it's like just explain Yeah, it's it's like a movement. It's like a meme right now in the maybe in TikTok mainly mm. that um, it's the uh, cruel indifference of the universe versus the indomitable human spirit. Oh like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. You know. Yeah. Oh, so. is it is it like? Um, oh, I mean, Getty, you've been sending me a bunch of those types of memes. I'm pretty sure it's the same the, genre. Y- you mean the surrealism ones? Yes. Uh, is it like kind of surrealism a little bit or? Mm, not really. Oh. It's like. <laughs> no, it's 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 like so a bunch of memes. For it's us. not. It's not <laughs> the indomitable human spirit TikTok videos. <laughs> I, mean, I gotta get myself on the, the indomitable human spirit TikTok. It's that's very wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. Inspirational. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, but that's that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, when was the last time you cried because you had like some trouble in your life? So not because you saw something wholesome or something sad, but because you yourself had the urge to cry. Well, And you... did you do it? 
I I can go. I can say, but I don't know if I should. <laughs> you should. Okay. Okay. Um. Well. Uh. Basically, you you know this. I don't know if you know this, but I had a girlfriend over the summer, kind of someone that I knew really really well from uh from Canada, and then we met up at an amazing summer. And at the end of that summer, she had to go to New York, and I had to come here to Eindhoven, and that was not nice. And so I cried, like a little baby. In front of her, of course, you know, because I don't mind, you know. Yeah. That's cool. It is. You wanna? I I I was I, like I cried I cried this year. Yeah. Like, because of personal reasons, but mm. I don't feel comfortable sharing. Her. Oh, that's, that's okay. Fine. That's okay. I also had that no, because of. You gotta say no. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I also <laughs> had that because of personal reasons in the summer. I can't remember if I cried since then. Not because of the movie. Yeah, movies. The crime. movies don't count. Yeah, but they yeah. side movies. But uh, then you guys think that it's okay for a man to cry. Yep, it's totally masculine. Yep. But then, what is masculinity? I think it, this is like it's a very deep question. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think it needs an answer, man. I'm gonna be real. It's with you. however you create yeah, masculinity I, I for yourself. I agree. I think I think we can have like a societal definition of masculinity, but I think the healthier way to do it is just if masculinity is the goal, then um, you have to define it by yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But you don't think there should be like one universal like societal definition of what a man should be? No. Good answer. <laughs> I like I like these straight answers, guys. Good answer. I'm gonna be honest with you. This makes my job so much easier. <laughs> Does it? I, I can I can add I can add. Yeah, add add add. Uh, at least for me, what masculinity is for me is to do the things that are right, despite being the hardest option. You have to do. Ah, uh, yeah. What is? Well, okay. I mean, I guess the right thing. It depends on the situation. It depends, but yeah. 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 You no, have to define it yourself. That's yeah. why. Yeah. There is no real answer. I think that's what it comes down to. No, mm-hmm. it's up to each individual person. Yeah. So you can define your own set of like rules yeah. to go by. Yeah. Yeah. To hold you to, to like it's kind of like morals, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you guys think that there is a value in, like, expecting men to be like uh, this, like, self-sufficient? like block of stone that like is immovable of course it's not but no no value at all well like look yeah go ahead expectations are uh, something that in the long run will stop you from being the best version of yourself if I can say that way like expectations from other people yeah yeah okay yeah you see if 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 you want to say that like there is some value to the man being like this self-sustained uh, whatever mm-hmm. in society. So you have the man who's always, you know, the bread bringer mm-hmm. and the, I don't know what are the other words they use for this, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, the yeah, hunter, yeah. you know, the protector <laughs> of the family, etc. I don't think that holds anymore because... Yeah. In um, modern society, it's yeah, different. Like, we don't have those conditions anymore in our life, I think. You don't. Okay, I'm Most not talking about. I don't, no, I'm not talking not about tribal societies nope, here. No, no, I disagree, bro. That's so not true. Like, like, 
Oh, you're talking about it doesn't have to be. It doesn't okay, have okay, to okay. be. Because yeah. I'm saying there's a, like most places in the world yeah, where most that places is the case. Have yeah. that, but also yeah, yeah. most places in the world with that kind of uh, social system in it probably have, you know, a detrimental effect on the yeah. man's mental health. And on like just society. A- and in just society, <laughs> yeah. So because I think you can be just as manly and just as, you know, masculine being a stay-at-home dad yeah. as the one bringing the bread. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about finding purpose. Yeah. Oh, that's a huge thing. That's true. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, we said goals, but we never really said purpose. Purpose is, for me, is the moving force. Mm. Can you define a purpose or is a purpose just something that just kind of like exists for you? For me, it's more like mm, my, it's, it's purpose is the, the mix between what you want, what yeah. It's kind of hard it's, to define it. It's so it. hard. No, yeah. I, I, I get it. I get it. It's impossible. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know what my purpose is, man. Like, if, 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 like, a purpose is something that you have to achieve, I don't think it's healthy to have a purpose. I don't think you have to achieve it, but you at least have to have some view in the long run. Mm. That okay. really, like, guides you along the way. Like, do you mean, like, purpose in life or just, like... Purpose for yourself, maybe. For okay. yourself, yeah. Which is also for life. Because yeah. then my purpose is just to enjoy life. Yeah, that's a good good purpose. Like, that's a, as much as I can with... That's another topic, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, enjoying life. That's that's a purpose. I think that's a pretty good purpose, you know. Yeah. It's quite noble. Maybe maybe finding what you enjoy in life is your purpose. Well, I, yeah, I've found quite a few things that I enjoy in life that maybe I shouldn't have as my purpose, but, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, balance as well. That's a big one. Yeah, so then you do have to have some balance between enjoyment and what's the other one? I mean, we say that, like, the expectation of being self-sufficient is unhealthy, but at the same time, you should be self-sufficient, at least more or less, to the extent you can, of course. You know, I'm not going to be relying on my parents' money for my whole life. I would feel terrible for good reason, because that's called leeching, if I don't give anything back, right? So, like, I don't know what I was trying to say with Do, do you have to give something back to your parents? We're no. trying to define something that cannot be defined. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, like uh, what you should be. Because, mm. like we said, everybody has to find it for themselves. But yeah. yeah. The so. thing is, like, society wants us to be something. And we have to try to find it ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there, that's, I mean, that. I feel like that's kind of the essence of what we've just been talking about this entire time is like, Society has one expectation. I was about to swear. Don't do that. <laughs> Find it yourself. <laughs> yeah, but um, everyone has expectations of you, right? If yeah. you, I mean, if you, you have expectations have, of yourself. Yeah, well. you have of yourself. Your friends have it. Your family has it. Mm-hmm. Your your partner has it. Yeah. Also, your mm. teachers. Everyone, you know, everyone has expectations from you. Um, and the thing with expectations is sometimes it makes life so much harder than it should be. You know, for example something personal from me is when I started um, you know messing with girls why did you say it like why did you, you say it like that and then immediately stop talking like you just left a I just, purposeful I just, I just waited for your reaction so when I started dating 
There, um, that's better. <laughs> yeah. So when I started dating, uh, I had this image in my head of being a gentleman on the dates, mm. which I think really hindered the way I had those dates because I was always thinking about should I have opened that door for her or I forgot to bring... Maybe I didn't bring the flowers I should have and then it would go better, you know? Yeah. So I had all these self-doubts. Okay along the way and before and after and continuously giving me stress Mm -hmm. and not like letting me like express who am I, you know? Mm. So what do you think about that whole expectation? I have a counterpoint to that. Isn't that just like, like sure it can be like stress about like being a gentleman, but isn't it just caring about the person as well? Yeah, that's the question. But where do you draw the line for caring? How do you, how do you, how do you show caring? Because I would much rather bring my girlfriend uh, a planted flower in a pot mm. than bring her a rose bouquet. Yeah. Well, that's... There you go. You just defined it yourself. Yeah, but <laughs> that that's for me. Answered. But you still have these, you know, you still have these rules uh. in general. At least, I don't know, maybe you d- do not. But oh. the way I grew up, my mother told me, you always have to... You pay for the first date. Here you have some money to pay for the cinema. Uh, take get, like uh, walk on the side of the street that's next to the cars because you know but that's also etc in budapest where i'm assuming it's not that safe so it is very a, safe oh is it yeah or like yeah sometimes yeah sometimes <laughs> so that's that's what I, like that's like valid because yeah. i was once walking with my girlfriend on the other side of the road and uh, a car came and splashed into a puddle and it absolutely soaked her. But I was dry because I cowered behind her. And <laughs> <laughs> so, She's going to get wet anyways. Why should you also? Stop. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not, no, that's not what he meant, guys. No, no. You make a very good point, actually. That's very true. Exactly. But, but I could have also being a gentleman and walked on the on the side of the road and then I could have you know taken the hit as the yeah, man of course yeah um, feels weird just saying it and so but doesn't caring go the other way around oh yeah of course so so okay 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 question this is something that I've been really really thinking about do you if you if you show effort and like like care for someone and then you don't really see any reciprocation how do you deal with that I don't even, I don't know if this is like at, on topic at all. <laughs> no, it is. It is actually because I have yeah. three solutions. Okay, go ahead. It depends on how much I care for the person, how close we are, and how many times this happened before that. Okay. I either would confront them mm. about it, I would stop caring that much, mm. maybe, or I'm gonna either stop communicating with them. Yeah. 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 It depends yeah. on a lot of things. Yeah. Well, you see, it depends because if if you don't have the feeling, like the feeling doesn't arise that, hey, I'm not getting anything back, you know, it Uh doesn't come naturally, then I guess you wouldn't do anything because you're not bothered by it. But Mm -hmm. if it it bothers you, I would confront saying that, hey, yeah. I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel really appreciated. I'm I'm giving my heart into this thing. I just want to be appreciated Yeah. And I'm not getting... I, I don't feel like you you appreciate me. But you yeah. see, that really is in line with our que- like with our conversation here. I'm glad you brought it to that. That's actually the whole thing with the, like men's mental health is mm. we're 
not feeling appreciated. Actually. Yeah. We. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, so I I made like landslide there. It's yeah, generalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because you really really stretched that. Point I stretched very that far. point a little bit. Yeah. Because I like appreciated by whom? Whom? Who? Appreciated by whom? But you see, because you have this provider um, role okay. in the oh, classic so, role of so mas- masculinity, don't and yeah. the provider doesn't get anything mm-hmm. he provides, right? Mm-hmm. That's the definition. Mm-hmm. So if you look at that classic role of a man in like the classic, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. textbook definition of a family who's the defender, blah blah blah, you know, the Andrew Tate type shit. I that's what I was um, I was gonna say. I I, I I hate to bring it up, but. It's it's a point he makes that first of all is like is like kind of nasty and disgusting and misogynistic. But he's like, <clears throat> let me try to do my best Andrew Tate impression. I'm ready for it. Okay, guys. No, that's not. <laughs> <at all. laughs> I can that also play it. I haven't. You. Can you I play it, leak? I haven't watched enough Andrew Tate to be able to improvise him. But uh, yeah, he said basically like if the man is expected to provide and uh, and do all that. Then in turn, the women should, yeah. I don't know what was he said. Raise the children or give some. I don't know how explicit I can be on here. So I'm well, he to, he uses his okay. So he has some pretty sh- yeah bad language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually prefer not to um, quote Andrew Tate. I have a few <laughs> fifty plus quotes here from the most googled man out there. You know, um, <laughs> oh man. But uh, I prefer not to do that. But yeah, so he makes that point, right? Because yeah. he really does think of man as a protector. Yeah. And I actually read this quote um, from him um, before the podcast, um, where he just basically said that, oh, if you're a, a a man and you collapse on the street and you have a heart attack, he will not help you and give you CPR. Get yourself together. Get your life back on track, you know. Um, yeah. He will only help you if you're a hot girl, a hot chick, yeah. you know. So... Yeah, um, that's kind of like his view, yeah. because he really does embrace this whole. You have to be self-sustaining. You have to stand your on your own field. You're one man against the world, you know, a lone yeah. wolf. Yeah. And if you provide, you should get something back. And well, you're the provider as the man in the classic gender roles, and then the girl has to provide by giving you children, raising them up, cooking for you. Yeah. Yeah, etc. Yeah. But. Who says you should be the provider? Andrew Tate does. And <laughs> that brings us to actually something I wanted to talk about with you guys. Uh-huh. Why do you think that um, there was this era in history where you had these classic like roles in the family and gender roles? And now we're like shifting away from that. And the man is no longer the protector, provider, at least in Western countries. Mm. Um, but in the self-help world, there's this rise of Andrew Tate like figures. Yeah. But I will just stick to Andrew Tate because yeah. he's very popular. Yeah. yeah. So why do you think there is this need again to go back to this I don't know, keep it to yourself, lone wolf, etc. rhetoric? There is always like two sides of the coin. So when you when you have uh, shifting towards something new, people wanna go back to yeah. the way that it was before that. And it's not necessarily bad for the man to be to be a provider. <laughs> it's like uh, we shouldn't assign roles to people. Mm. If you want to be a provider, that's all right, but yeah. you sh- you shouldn't get put into a role. Of yeah, you shouldn't be kind of bullied 
into yeah. providing. You say there was an era in history where the man was the provider. There is. Like, but also it's not an era. It's like... The whole of history? Yeah, and up to a certain point, right, of course. Um, there was a r- really long time where mother was the leading role. Yeah, it wasn't like also. patriarchy. It was... Yeah. What's yeah, the and there's also matriarchy. There's also matriarchy, <laughs> yeah. Where it's, a, where it's a matriarchy. But I, I think oftentimes it just comes down to... And it's it's the most, like, primal human thing. And it's just, like, physical strength. Yeah. Right? In general, this is, like, biologically a thing. Men tend to be stronger than women physically. There are exceptions, of course. But... and And that tends to lead to like this expectation of like defense and then when you have that expectation of defense then you have that expectation of like i'm i'm stuck leading yeah leading and then there's like you know yeah because you're the strongest in the back yeah and then it's like the alpha mentality and then we're back to so you're that's why you have 2.0 yeah yeah you're back to 0.0 to the alphas and the incels Yeah, the thing is that society changed from strength, strength focus to intelligent focus. Yeah. So, right now, I feel like we're at a disadvantage, guys. I'm being yeah. real. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel dumb? Sometimes. Muscles can't help you. <laughs> oh. Hey man, I can wipe my tears harder if I have muscles. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, we talked about a lot of interesting topics here, but in the bottom line. What would you say to the fellow kings out there? How should they take care of themselves? Ask for help sometimes. Give compliments. I think it's I think it's obviously like you you say that but it's not it's not that easy. Every every single person needs something different, right? Yeah. yeah. But but to be able to know what you need, you have to like talk about it with people because oftentimes you can get stuck in your own head very very easily and then yeah. you just go around in circles. And you're always like, I gotta do it myself, gotta do it myself, gotta do it myself. Um, but if you if you start talking to other people who have a healthy mindset on mental health, because you can obviously talk to toxic people who then reinforce that thing like, nah, you just gotta do it yourself, man. That can happen. But if you if you branch out, you're gonna find someone who who is able to like, you know, help you through that. And then it's it all comes down to you know just talking to talking to people. It's but it's hard. It can be hard. Yeah, I I could I could share my point of view, which is um, quite interesting because in my first year here, I got really depressed. Mm-hmm. So I was having uh, not really good mindset about everything, and I was just stuck in the void and trying to help myself. Yeah, I was at a point that I thought I need like um, help from from others, but I I didn't. I didn't do nothing about it. Mm. The thing is, I I got a new roommate, which became one of my best friends now. Um, I shared a lot with him, and he was kind of in the same position as me, but not really. Yeah. So we, we, we talked about a lot, and I found out the roots of the problems. Because when you have a change of mindset, and you don't know where you are at life, Uh, you need to first find yourself, find your problems, and then try to find them. Yeah, I, I think the, I think finding the root is also big, and it's so hard to do that yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for example, if you're like if you're like f- like 
failing university and you're depressed because you're failing university, right? You think that the solution is, is to not is, fail. Is to not fail. Just study harder and it'll be good. But I mean, I've seen it before. Like it's yeah. it's often it's not it's just not, not the solution. The case. It's not the solution. Yeah. Yeah. And and like and the only way to find different solutions is okay. Either get professional help, which is always a good thing if you really feel like you're, even if you feel like you're like. Yeah, a bit but, stuck but also just talk to, with e- talk yeah, to each other just talk you know? to each other talk to people talk to different people yeah who are not the same as you because oftentimes you can also get stuck in that mindset of yeah. um, you know ping-ponging off each other I'm depressed no I'm more depressed no I can't yeah. sleep I've slept less than you today <laughs> and then if you're like competing on how depressed you are yeah, that's not really healthy you're not helping yourself and yeah. and just like be mindful about that you know Well, thank you guys for uh, participating in the Tint uh, Tools for Life podcast. I think we had an amazing uh, conversation today. Yeah, it was nice. And uh, yeah, spread the message. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, king. Kings. Kings. (laughs) And queens. Mentally and and physically. Yes, mentally and physically. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tools for Life, the Tint podcast. You can find more information about Movember and a few useful links about mental health at the TUE in the show notes. If you liked this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the Tint Podcast. You can find more information about what Tint is up to in our website at tint-eindhoven.nl or by following us on Facebook and Instagram. All information and contacts shared during our conversation can be found in the show notes. My name is Gary Fodor and I hope to see you again in our next episode.